Oh, Father Jesus, thank you. Thank you for thank you for letting us have the opportunity to once again open your word, Father. To be able to get into the truth, Father. For you to, for the blessings to be able to read your truth, Father. That it takes on what it needs to take on. The interpretations and the understanding of your word come through. Holy Spirit, we ask you right now to be a part of this, the most powerful entity, most powerful force on this planet and in the universe for you to be here, Father. We thank you, Father, for the comprehension of your word to be there. The Holy Spirit talk speak to bring a message through this message here to anyone who listens watches observes in any form get what you want them to get out of it the person that's designed for whether it's myself or anyone else listening watching or observing for them to get the message father Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being a part of this. Thank you. Lead us, guys, and direct us in your way, in your word. In Jesus is my name by the holy name of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen and amen. Good day, everybody. Good day. Good day. Hope everyone's having a great day in Jesus by way of the Holy Spirit. Whether we're catching you when you're waking up, getting up in the morning, getting out of bed, stretching, having that cup of coffee, having some breakfast, getting cleaned up, getting ready for a day full of errands, activities, or work. Just getting going. Or we're catching you midday through your day where you're dealing with some victories, or some battles, you got through it, you maybe dealt with some stuff that wasn't so good, but you know you had the victory in the, in the Lord, and you're working through that, what they call midday madness. Or, I'm, we're catching you at the end of your day, when you're done with your work, activities and errands, you're at home with your family, friends, those you love, care about, having some dinner, sitting down, and you're just wanting some positive, 
knowledge and gems for your ear and spirit. You have tuned in right now. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter how it goes down, you're tuned in to the Blue Book. Presented to you by Sea Rep Ministries, Sea and Restoration in Progress, and hosted by your boy Blue, Pentecost, because he painted. Hope everyone's enjoying themselves in their day, no matter what part of it it is that we're catching you. Um, hope God has done some wonderful things in your life. You've seen the small blessings as well as the big blessings. Big blessings are easier to see because they're more illuminated. They're more, they're, they're a grander stature. Small blessings that you see, you may take for granted more because they're smaller ones that happen throughout your day that save you time, save you money, save you stress, save you any of those. Um, a blessing of some sorts. Um, no matter what it is, whatever angle of your life it may be, recognize those two because those are the what lead to victories in your life. They 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 they, they help you through the victory because you recognize it and God blesses you through those. So it's very important that we see every aspect of it. Okay. But today is going to be a great day because we're talking about gifts tonight. Gifts, absolutely. But before we get into all that, you know what we're going to do. We're going to get into the one thing that we do every single blue book, our pledge. So, repeat after me. I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior from whose kingdom it stands. One Savior, crucified, risen, and coming again with life liberty and to all those who believe fantastic kind of our, our thing we do here okay now we're talking about a thing that just is a blessing upon blessings when it's blessings on blessings okay and it's gifts spiritual gifts now we all I'm sure know we have gifts, talents, that is. No matter what part of life you may find out, whether you paint, write, do some sort of music, um, whether you do it for a living as a job, something you're good at, working on cars, working on computers, being a gardener, um, being a landscaper. There's all types of different gifts, more than you could probably mention in a lifetime, that happen that we have that we're really good at. Some people are good maybe at cooking, maybe at sewing, um, more home ec type gifts, or good at um, whatever work you do, um, quick, easy for you, you know, that may not be that way for somebody else. All these gifts, or anything you do that you do with an ease and with um, a purpose can be a gift. Um, most people consider gifts having to be more on the media or entertainment end, but there are so many of them, and God just opens doors to so many things. And unfortunately, what happens is, is that the world taints it, because what the world does is they try to use it for their own good, and you see it all over the world, everybody, especially in the, in the United States. So many gifts used for the darkness rather than the light. But... With that being said, we're going to be in our wonderful book, the Bible. Holy Spirit written, 
our Holy Spirit interceded man written Bible whether you have it like I do in the written version or use technology of some sorts please turn to 1 Peter 4 10 okay 1 Peter 4 10 okay once again it's first it's New Testament 1 Peter it's gonna be after Hebrews and, be, and before Revelations chapter 4 verse 10 and this is how this goes Peter continues describing how Christians should live in response to the knowledge that the end of all things is near isn't that obvious we have got to live in some type of purpose within the promise but in a purpose of the Lord this is in 1 Peter 4, 7, a little before we're doing it today. Knowing that Christ would return at any time should affect our thinking. Christ can return at any time. Now you tell yourself, okay, back in the days of Noah, back in the days of Jesus, how bad does it have to get for it to turn to that? Well, let's put it to you this way. All eras are different. Okay? Just like sports or anything else, all eras are different. Noah was the man that God called to get what could he could on the on the ark to save what of humanity and animals there are to start a new earth. Okay? Flooded it out. The Holy Spirit came with a dove, let him know the lamb was there. He started the new earth, new land with those remaining people. Jesus came because it was so bad that people were just not doing the righteous thing. And before Jesus, there was no savior. So you can tell how many people were just going straight to hell. It was, wasn't a good thing. Okay, you're going straight to hell or get super religious and it just like he lost control of it. Religion was so thick that Jesus had to cut that thing like, like a knife right through the right through the veil to change the mentality of people because either you got super religious or you just are you just gonna to go to hell because there was no in-between. Okay. Jesus is the in-between. So, when we think about Jesus, we got to think about urgency. Because we're coming to that point again. We're, come, we're in the age of the Antichrist. We're not in the, that wasn't the Antichrist back in Jesus' days. That was the beginning of Christ. And it wasn't the Antichrist back in the Noah's days. Because that was just sickness and demons having, uh, demons having sex with, the, with humans. And turning into, into morph creatures and just out of whack stuff. So... We are in the age of the Antichrist. The end of the earth as we know it for the third time. Okay? Noah, Jesus, now. Okay? Jesus is going to be involved with two different ones. His birth and death and resurrection and his second coming. He's involved with two. Jesus is very, very important in this. Okay? So we got to live we, we got to live like it's urgent. We can't be sitting here twiddling our thumbs because once life is over, life is over. There's no returning back to this earth. You are in the dimension of God and that is it. Okay? So Christians should not excessively invest ourselves in a world that is passing away. Believers should not divert ourselves with whatever pleases pleasures we can find to indulge in. We cannot allow the earth and us to indulge in the earth when the earth has nothing to give us. Okay, whether it's possessional, material, or financial, there is nothing on this earth worth dying for than compromising your eternity. There's nothing, nothing, nothing. Okay, it's 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 a, a time where we have to 
start living for God. It's not easy. It is a battle and you get victories daily. Every day is a battle. That is the truth because you got three on one. Flesh, spirit, flesh, spirit, and demonic. Okay? We have, but the Christians, the true Christians, the ones that really follow Jesus and live by the love, peace, and accountability stature that here at, we live by, here at uh, Secret Ministries, those have got to get on the ball and pray. I'm not saying you're not, you probably are. And I'm not, I'm not judging nobody. What I'm saying is, is that we got to continue, and if you're not on it, to get on it, to do what's right for humanity. Okay, and not indulge in the world. The world, nothing in the world that has that we want. Instead, we should manage our minds for effective praying and love each other deeply. Okay, and including sharing our homes and food with Christians in need. So this is the thing, okay? We have got to start living the way Jesus wants us to live. And that's not being religious, okay? Get this prosperity and, and other nonsense out of your head, or damnation for that matter. Get it out of your head. This is not Christian living. Christian living is caring, loving, peaceful, and accountability. It really is. Okay, when you love without expectation, that means you can do something for somebody without worrying about that return. We are so geared in return, it's ridiculous. We have to stop thinking this way. We have to start slowly coming out of this thing that we have to have a return on everything we give. Jesus gave his life without the expectation of us giving back to him. We did, he didn't say, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna die and, and, and you guys have, been, I'm not gonna die unless you guys love me. He did not say that, he says, I loved you first, therefore you love me. That has nothing to do with obedience. That is a love thing. Get this obedience thing out of your head too because that's, that's obedience is not love. Obedience is a rule, it's a religion. You're obedient to a religion, you love the Lord. That's the difference between religion and relationship. Religion is obedience, relationship is love, period. Okay, so when we are supposed to love our, our, our fellow brothers and sisters and give to our brothers and sisters, what obviously with Holy Spirit discernment, you just don't give everything away. That's tossing your pearls of swine. And tossing your pearls of swine, that's a theological principle. You have to be wise as serpents, gentle as doves. Another theological principle. You've got to have these in your mind and use discernment when helping others. You just don't just give the whole house away. You know, work it out. You help the who's you can help. God will give you that discernment. The Holy Spirit will give you that discernment. You've got to use that. Okay, now in this verse particular though, Peter says we should take a very different view from others in the world about anything we might call ours. Different view, ours, different view. Don't get materialistic, okay? Don't get materialistic. Once again, in this verse, Peter says we should take a very different view from others, different view from the others of the world about anything we might call ours. Okay, this is a different view. First, he implies that we must see whatever we have as a gift from God. Here we go. The principle that I once said in a few messages ago, I believe, I always say, every meal's a feast, every day is a holiday, every check is a bonus. You look at life as in God has given it to you. It's not yours. 
He may let you have things that your heart desires because you're following him. And yes, can you do this on your own? Absolutely. You can make anything happen on your own pretty much if you have a strong will. But when you let God do it, it's much easier. It happens and life is much more prettier. Okay? So, if you look at it, whatever it we get is a gift from God. You'll be much more happy in life. I'll tell you that. Okay? After all, we have nothing which God has not given to us anyway. That's in James 1.7. Nothing we have, God did not bless us with. Okay? You get blessed with a home. You get blessed with a vehicle. You get blessed with finances. You get blessed with the things of life that you want, whether it's a computer, whether it's a TV, whether it's a bed, whether it's furniture, whether it's a bonus at work. Whatever you get is a gift from God. Okay? He has given it to us. Don't we call things blessings? Man, thank God for that blessing. I got that couch. I got that TV. I got that dresser, I got that bed, I got that computer, I got that desk, I got that food for the week. Everything is a blessing from God. You say it, do you believe it? Again, this is in James 1.17. Matter of fact, let's go there. Let's go to James 1.17 and see exactly what it says because this is something very important that we got we have really got to look at. Okay? James 1.17 says this, okay? Every good gift and every perfect, free, large, or full gift is from above. Okay? Every good gift and every perfect, free, large, full, okay, gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of all that gives. Okay? We're talking about gifts too. It's right. Spiritual gifts too. Same thing. Okay? For all light in and shining of whom there can be no variation rising or setting or shadow cast upon his return his, his turning as an eclipse so everything is a gift from god he gives it to you as a gift whether you worked for it whether you handed it to you you're blessed to have this stuff okay every good gift good gift good gift and perfect every perfect large gift is from above okay so we got that james 1 117. Okay? We're on that. Second, we should see whatever we have been given as an opportunity to serve other Christians. Okay. So let's change this around because not everything is supposed to be only a Christian thing. We love every human being that God has given life to. Okay? So let's change this. Second, we should see whatever we are given as an opportunity to serve other humans people okay you give to the poor you give the charity you bless people when if you have if you're able to give that is something we do we serve others jesus served us we serve others okay in other words we should not view anything which is ours as off limits to use in serving other believers whether or not you're a believer or not if i have something just because you may not be a believer doesn't mean i'm not going to hook you up okay that's that's nonsense god will take care of his people if i give in the glory of god if i'm doing it because god has told me to and i'm being in love with him and lovingly give it to you that is going to be taken care of i don't worry about that i have grace i have god i'm doing it because god has told me and i am loving him by loving you I'm showing you love, and it's the love that he has shown. 
get this obedience thing out. I'm not being obedient to him. I don't have to be obedient to him. You don't have to pull my leg for me to give something. I'm going to do it because I love God, which God in turn will show his love through me to you by me giving it to you. You understand me? So we are what we earn, we can give because we've earned it through God. God gave it, we can gift it. Makes sense to me. A steward is one entrusted to manage the property of another. A steward. A steward, whether it's uh, it, it, you, someone trusts you to deal with something. You're a steward. You're, it's kind of like, it's, it's another word for a manager or overseer, supervisor, so to speak. Every good thing we have is ours only by God's grace. Again, the grace thing. That's our heavenly income. And intended to be used for his purpose. Exactly. God blesses. We get the grace because we do things for God. And it builds our grace. And it's used for his purpose. We're blessed through his purpose. We say, well, I want my own stuff. I don't want God to always be involved. He's, you know, I don't want him to be, to be all God. self. I want my own self stuff. Do you not realize that when you do things for God in his grace, within his time, and for his glory, that it is for you? You're going to get blessed the way you want it. You're going to feel great about it too. It's going to, you're going to love it. But you have the... Not you as a person individually, but you people have this mentality of, I earn it, it's mine, no one else can have it. That is totally ungodly. It is mine because I earned it. God has given it to me because of my, because of my love for him. Yet, because I'm a believer... And because I love God, I'm going to love on his people. And I'm going to give without return of, of love because that's what he did. That's the true way of doing things. So I'm not going to expect anything. It's for his purpose. The promise, the purpose. Okay? To fail to use God's gifts to, to us to serve each other is a fail to be a good steward. Of course, if you have a gift and you can help somebody in need or you can do something good and you do it out of the glory of God, but to help somebody else you don't do that because of your own selfishness or your own whatever of course you're not doing things for god it's not being a good story you're not doing you're not using the gift god gave you to help others hello wisely using everything we have to serve each other is part of fulfilling our purpose as god's set apart people when you do that you're set apart now in the last message i did i talked about being a a uh Accepted by God and approved by man or by the world. You can be both, okay? Because you got to understand something. When you're accepted by the Lord, okay, you're accepted with the peace, love, and accountability, okay? The world approves of you because you have nothing to threaten with. You must understand the threat isn't of violence and of vulgarity and any of that. That's not the threat. They're they're expecting you to do that. The threat is the gentle, it's the wiser but gentle does. That is the threat. You understand? Okay. If you are a radical believer, hallelujah. If God has told you you need to get out there and act all kinds of foolish and be all kinds of rebellious and do that, and if God's telling you that by all my all means, boo boo, do your thing. God has not told me that. God has told me, love without expectation, walk in peace even in tribulation, and be accountable because it's contagious. He told me those three principles, 
Trinity, those three pur purposes, creates a unity in the in in the kingdom of heaven. Okay, on earth. All right, and if you bring, I'm not a, I'm accepting you, but I'm not approving you. I don't approve of sin. I don't approve a separation of nature. I don't approve of 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 all this other nonsense happening with what are your choices i don't approve of a lot of people's choices and stuff but i accept you because jesus accepts you as you are god doesn't have to approve of you the world can approve of you because the world has no no god law the world is ran by satan okay but the acceptance jesus accepts you how you are i accept you how you are Regardless of your choices, your 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 uh, your background, your orientation, uh, how you who you love, your gender choice, whatever you have going on, I accept you. I love you with the God love. Okay, that doesn't mean I approve of you. The world approves of you. That doesn't mean I do. That means I accept you. I accept you. For the things that you do that are godly. I accept you for the things that you want to do for the Lord. And whatever choices you make in your life. Until the lights go out. You have an opportunity to make it right with God. Whatever you do. Whatever convictions you have in your life. Simple. Okay. But we got to do. Be set apart. Because we, we as believers in the Lord have talents that we can use to help others. And if we don't do that, we're not doing the God part. Okay? So, with all that being said, let's jump in there. 1 Peter 4.10. What does 1 Peter 4.10 have to say to us? Well, let's see. Okay. 1 Peter 4.10. I think it's 11.2 actually. Let's just go 4.10 first. I'm going to highlight all this because I can really read it good. Because of my Bible I've been using for a long time okay let's see what we got going on here first Peter 4:10 says this as each of you has received a gift a particular spiritual talent a gracious divine endowment which means same thing you're gifted from God spiritual gift employ which means put it in action or to work on it for one another as benefits good trustees of God's many-sided grace. Okay, you get that. Employ it. Put it to work. Do something with it. Um, put an action behind it. For one another as benefits good trustees. Basically, this is another way of saying don't toss your pearls or swine. This isn't. This is where that theological principle comes. Theological principle comes from is this right here. Okay, so employ it for one another's benefits. Good trustees. Don't just give it to anyone because you got to have Holy Spirit discernment in order for it to work out anyway. You can't just oh I you know I have this I gave it to him and it messed it up. You got to be a little. You, you got to use your brains too. Okay. You gotta let the Holy Spirit talk to you. You can't just go off your on your own tangent and think everybody's gonna get everything because no, you gotta use some discernment too. Don't just give and say, okay, God, you come on. Be a little bit more intelligent than that. Be a little bit more understanding and good build than that. And God speaks to you, you feel good about it, it's trusted, 
do it. Does that mean no one's trusted? No, that means you, as a believer, as a goodwill person, don't just give away stuff. Don't just be that person. Then you're gonna, what you're gonna do is you're gonna hand it somebody and you're blaming a God. Well, God told me to do it, and now I'm gonna get burned. No, God didn't, don't blame it on God. You got to use your discernment too. You got to be prayed up and in the Holy Spirit too for Christ's sakes. You cannot be sitting there saying, I'm going to give it all away and it's God's fault. What? What, are you not do you, Are you not in charge of your own actions? Of course you are. That's the problem. People want to blame it on God because they think, oh, well, no, no, negative. Here it is. As each of you have received a particular spiritual gift, a gracious divine gift, endowment employ it for one another's benefit good trustees good trustees that means you feel good about it, it means the holy spirit has touched your heart and you're like you know what i feel good about this i'm gonna give it i feel bad for that person or i have a, a softness in my heart tenderness i'm gonna do it that's holy spirit led that's not just you being just you know not connected to God and just doing it because you have it. Come on, you got to be a little get a little bit more up here than that, okay? Of God's man many-sided grace, God which is Christ's fence, okay? He gave it to you, you give it to them. Faithful stewards of the extremely devised powers of gifted gifts granted to Christians by unmerited favor. Okay. Let me get through this whole thing and then I'll break this down. 11. Whoever speaks, let it let him do it as one who utters oracles of God. If you're going to talk about something, about what you just did in your gifts, do it as, as the, the benefit of the Lord. Okay? You have gifts, do it for the Lord. Okay? Lord gave it to you, do it for the Lord. That's what this means. Let it do it as who utters oracles of God, which means truths of God, words of God, promises of God, gifts of God, okay? Whoever renders service, let it do it as with the strength which God furnishes abundantly. Do it in the God's strength. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things that, that I can do all things with him who Christ who strengthens me. You do it with his strength because he gave it to you, okay? Abundantly. So that in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ, the Messiah. To him be the glory and dominion forever and ever and ever and ever. And it is amen to be. Very simple. Let's break this down. Holy Spirit, break it down for us. As each of you have received a gift, you are blessed to have a gift. Whatever it is that you do, and it's easy for you to do, you do it well. And it's something that you know you've been blessed with. A gift. Okay? A talent. A gracious divine endowment still same thing put it to action work it do something with it put it to type of an employment doesn't mean money that means action employ action do something work it out move it around like clay or like writing music or doing something with art or whatever employ it okay for one another as painful trustees so do it as you know the Holy Spirit do for others. If you are gifted, help. If I, okay, I can do music, okay? I can rap, I can produce, I can make music, okay? If I'm gifted by the Lord to do that, which I know I have been, okay? I'm gonna do it without return. 
because you're doing it for the better of the kingdom. Okay, that's what this is meaning. To help others with it. Something like this podcast. Okay, I let God work in me through the messages to give to you and there's no money involved in this. No money. It is just you going to the website, push and play and listening. And you know God's working in this. So that's what he's done. I, I'm, I, I can minister the word this way and I'm doing it this way because God has given me that ability to comprehend and to project it back to you. Make sense? Okay, so you do it to trustees. Okay, you do it with goodwill through the Holy Spirit discernment. You don't have to have the Holy Spirit name in there. You don't have to have good stewardship in there. You just got to understand that good trustees and benefits have to do with people that you're not going to toss your goodness to people just because it's the thing to do. You do it because God has given you the ability to do it. You do it because the Holy Spirit has given you discernment to do it. You don't have to have that written in there for you to know that. That's just obvious. It should be obvious to those who are reading it. Hmm. Good trustees and benefit to others. That doesn't mean the Joe Blow in the corner who doesn't care. If I don't feel I should give it to him, use your Holy Spirit discernment as a spiritual gift. Okay? Of God's grace and man-sided grace, faithful stewards of the extremely devised uh, powers and gifts granted to you as Christians in unmerited favor. We have been given something as unmerited. Basically, we didn't have to give God anything in order to get it. God gave it to us. He's a gift. Here, you can do this well. You can do that well. Make music, draw, cook, landscaping, florist, um, and the list goes on. You can do those things. Why? Because God's given you that talent to do it. Now use it for good. Don't use it for the world. The world isn't going to give you back what money. God, you know, the world's going to give you money. Fantastic. We're living in a in a in an evil world with God up here, devil down here, and we're in between. We fight this and we're option this. All we have to do is find that 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 balance and do things for God so that our so we, we're, we're on it we're getting it but too many people fall down because they keep falling and falling and using it for the, the darkness and it does and, and you wonder why you wonder why bad things happen just saying okay whoever speaks let him do as one who utters oracles of God if you have a talent of speech whether it's music whether it's motivational speaking whether it's ministry do it as oracles of God, not your own thoughts. God, this is the Holy Bible. Holy as in Holy Spirit, Bible as instructions. The Holy Spirit has given you instructions, and I'm giving you what the Holy Spirit has given me to understand what these scriptures mean so that you can apply it to life. This right here is gifts, spiritual gifts of God, right here. This says right here, whoever speaks, let him do it as one who utters oracles of God. Whoever renders service, let him do it as with the strength which God furnishes abundantly. That is pretty simple. That is not trying to find anything else but what it says. This is actually very, very, very accurate and very literal. Sums up ain't. But see, the top of this message here is harder for you to understand because it's actually in a different way of putting it. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He works in everyone differently. So when I say, when I read this, Whoever speaks, let him do it as who he utters oracles of God. Whoever renders service, let him do it as with the strength which God furnishes abundantly, so that all in all things God may be glorified through Christ Jesus the Messiah. To him be the glory. If you have a talent, 
do it and help others with it. If you have a talent of speech, talent of speech, utterance, utterance, that's glossolalia. That is a heavenly speech. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. When you're able to speak with the Holy Spirit, that is a language that only you and God understand. It's a very understandable technique. Something God has given me. I can go and talk and go, and I'm actually talking to God as I do that. He knows the gifts of my heart, I, my pain in my heart. I tell him what I need to tell him. Devil doesn't understand it. It irritates him and he hates it because all of hell is hate. All of God is love. Simple concept. When you utter something, do it in the graces of God. Whoever utters oracles of God, that's the truths, that is the history, that is the edification of the Lord. Oracles, the truth, positives. The, 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 the truths of the Lord. Do it. Okay? Let him do it as with strength which God furnishes abundantly. Okay? You do it in God's strength because God will give you the strength to continue going on if you do it for him. It doesn't matter what it may be. Whether it's sports, guys who dig deep in their energy and ask God, please give me the strength to get through this. And they do it. It doesn't have to be the whole team. It can be one person. Do it for God. So that all things that God can be glorified through Jesus Christ the Messiah, to him be the glory and dominion forever and ever and ever. Amen. Make sense? Okay. Each of you should be should should each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. Serve. Doesn't mean earn, hustle, manipulate, serve. As faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms, serve. God will bless you when you use his talents that he has given you. Didn't have to do anything to get it. He has given you. He will bless 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 you when you give it. Bill, hey, if you give it, don't do it for free. What, what is that supposed to mean? That means that everything has to be paid? No. That's anti-God. That's ungodly. You do things like God wants you to do them and God's going to bless you. Okay? So let's go through the different ways this, this can be done. Okay? So, American Center version says, according, according as each hath given, received a gift, ministering it among yourselves as good stewards of the mindful grace of God. Okay? The Bible in English, basic English. Making distribution among one another of whoever has been given to you like true servants of the unmeasured grace of God. Okay, I could do that. Let's see. Common English Bible says, and, and serve each other according to the gift each person has received as good managers of God's divine gifts. Same thing. Okay. Making sense now? Okay, the English Standard Version says, as each, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's various graces. Okay. God's Word Translation, each of you as a good manager must use the gift that God has given you to serve others. That's pretty direct. Okay, 
see. Message Bible. Be gracious with the different things God gave you, passing them along so all get on on it. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Let's see. NIV version. Or, yeah, NIV version. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in his various forms. Pretty simple. Pretty much the same stuff. Um, I don't see anything really different. Just same, pretty much same stuff. Okay. So. Let's wrap this one up. Peter continues to describe how Christians should respond when facing with persecution. Take a Christ attitude. And expect God's purpose for your life to include suffering. Of course, if you are of the Lord and you do things of Christ, you're going to suffer. It's, it's just the way it's going to be. I mean, it does very, it does variations of it. And if you lived any amount of life with the Lord, and you bless Him, you know how many different variations of suffering we go through. Set the course of your life away from mind-numbing pleasure-seeking. Basically, things that only pleasure the mind. Your eyes, your ears, your mouth, your nose. Anything that pleasures your brain. Stay clear of that. Be alert so that you can pray effectively in these end times. Of course, we got to pray for our nation. got to pray for our people. got to pray for the government. got to pray for your neighbors. you got to pray for everyone. God, please protect these, these people, Father. Whether it's in government, whether it's in our state, whether it's in our nation. Father, we just ask prayer upon them. We ask you to touch them, Father, in the ways that you do. We just, we just endorse that, Father. We use our strength and our faith to come, come forth and pray for those people, our leaders, our, our law enforcement, our first responders, all of them, Father. In fact, rejoice if you share in Christ's sufferings. Basically, be happy if you suffer for Christ because the, the, the yoke is easy and the burden is light. God uses sufferings to redefine the faith in his people. Basically, whatever you go through for the sake of Christ, he redefines and shows you the wisdom in it. Knowledge, the, the, the education is the book, the knowledge is Jesus, the wisdom is the Holy Spirit. And our present sufferings contributes to future glory. Basically, what you do now and what you suffer later on, you're gonna you're gonna see the you're gonna see the benefit in it. If you suffer, keep doing good while trusting your soul to your creator. If you go through things for the Lord, be happy. Be rejoiced because you're doing, you're suffering for him, not for you, not your selfishness. If you suffer for your selfishness, you, <laughs> that's just the way it works. Okay? Good word. Good word today. Spiritual gifts. Okay? So, one more time before we call this a, a done deal. Okay? I wanted to I, I close it. Um, prematurely, I gotta go back to it one more time. I want to make sure we really hit home what we're trying to say. Okay. Okay. First Peter four ten. All right. 
Here it is, one last time. 1 Peter 4.10 As each of you have received a gift, a particular spiritual talent, a gracious divine endowment, you're gifted. Guys, get blessed you. Employ it. Put it to work in action. For one another as benefits good trustees. Basically, don't toss your pearls of swine. Don't give your good talents without discernment of the Holy Spirit. Pretty simple. God mind-sided grace faithful stewards of the extreme diverse towers and gifts granted to Christians to basically help your help your fellow believers too as well. Not just the, not just the world, but help those too because both will bless you. Accepted by Jesus, approved by the by the world. Accepted by God, approved by the world. Accepted by God, approved by the world. You can be both, okay? Because Jesus accepts you as you are. The world approves you for who. For the, the love and the care you have in your heart. The world's not going to hate you as a human. It's going to hate the God in you. If you are a terrible human being, of course the world's going to hate you. Because the world loves to hate. Misery loves company. But if you're accepted by the Lord. Okay? Accepted by the Lord. And you practice those good principles of peace, love, and kindness. Love, peace, and accountability. The world will accept will, will, will approve of you on those pretenses. Okay? That you show love, you have peace, and you have accountability. You show those, the world's gonna approve you. And God's gonna accept you. Accepted by God, approved by man. Okay? Whoever speaks, let him do it as one who utters oracles of God. If you have a vocalized talent, do it for the oracles of God. Do it for the goodness and graciousness of God. Again, talented people who do music, that's what this is about. As with the strength, with God furnishes you abundantly. Do it with His power. Do it with His strength, because God will give you the strength to do what you need to do. So that all things work together through, so all things work for good. You understand it now. Spiritual gifts. Very important. Okay? I encourage every single person out there listening to the blue book right now. Hone in on your gift. Hone in on your gift. Okay? Put it to work. Help others with it. If you have a gift of audio, speak graciousness speak about love peace and accountability your struggle is true your history and your testimony is relevant use that as a way to glorify the lord and god will bless you when you use his him his strength he will bless you for all for the glory of god much much love anyhow hit us up on email hit us up on the website go to bluebook.com 80u80k.com you go all the way down. All our social media links are on there. All our different platforms are on with this. Subscribe. Message us. We're there. Okay? You want to personally email us. Um, it's going to be in the archive too as well. And archives, you'll see it down there. But if you want it, here it is. For prayers, comments, and questions, go to bluebook at gmail.com. 8LU8OK at gmail.com. Okay? Fantastic. Remember, three principles that will never fail you. Love without the expectation of love back. Walk in, walk in peace or travel in peace even when everyone else is turbulating. And show accountability for everything you do, everything you say, because it's contagious. Pentecost, because he paid it. Much love to you guys. Fear, respect God. Follow the Holy Spirit, or Jesus, and let the Holy Spirit flow through you like a Russian river. 
Until next time. <laughs> until next time. And until next time. Exactly. Jesus. Strong.